Rebel Love Podcast, where each week I'll bring you a new episode exploring love, sex, relationships, and money. Join me as together we question, explore, and strive to understand. Well, hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Rebel Love Podcast. Today, my guest is Colleen Kohanik, a corporate refugee laid off at 48 turned two-time successful entrepreneur by 51. She's the founder of The Scrappy Frontier, an entrepreneurship for women from the typewriter generation. Her commitment is to helping women over 50 start a business doing something they love without the overwhelm and frustration that can come with starting a business in today's tech world. Two and a half years ago, her husband passed away and she found herself having to recreate who she is once again. Welcome, Colleen. How are you? Thank you. I am good, Talia. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm really excited to speak to you. Yeah, before we get uh, into it, I'd love it if you could share a little bit about yourself and how you came to be where you are today, a little bit about your journey. Sure, sure. So uh, as you mentioned, I was a corporate gal kind of forever and ever. I worked in uh, the publishing industry for many decades and the industry started going south and I was caught in a layoff of like 10,000 people. And I had, I had a job that I loved. Uh, I was fortunate. I was kind of traveling all over the world and uh, it was something I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to do it earlier versus later because it's, you know, it's pretty exhausting. But um, so I got to do that. And then when the layoff came around, I was just kind of done with corporate. I was like, I've done this for 25 plus years or whatever. And it's, you know, it's been a good run, but I was ready to kind of do something on my own. And I naively thought, how hard could it be to start an online business? <laughs> so, and then I jumped into that game and um, it was really eye-opening and humbling. I realized very quickly that my corporate skills did not translate at all to the online business world, but I was really determined to make it work. And so I did. I took you know, online programs and I learned what I needed to. And in that process, uh, starting my first business, I saw a gap in the market that they that people really weren't serving kind of that over 50 crowd. And I would go in these programs and I'd be like, hey, is there anybody else like over 50 here? And women kind of came out of the woodwork. It was crazy. And so they were just kind of sitting in the shadows quietly um, learning, but not asking questions. And I also realized that a lot of these programs out there had, you know, they had a lot of assumed knowledge, like they just assumed I knew what some of these terms were and I didn't. So, but anyhow, so that's how, that, that's what inspired my second business. But that's kind of my journey to entrepreneurship. I thought it was going to be a lot easier than it was and it wasn't, <laughs> but I figured it out and it, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be complicated at all. Mm -hmm. uh, and as you mentioned, my husband of 29 years passed away two and a half years ago. So that threw, of course, a huge wrench into life in general uh, and to my business, of course. That was a very brutal process. He was very sick for about eight months and it was just, yeah, it was pretty awful, <laughs> actually. And then when, since he's passed away, you know, it's, um, you know, it's just a process. It is a whole process going forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you've really had to recreate yourself twice with your work, but then um, much more intensely with your husband's loss and your, your personal life. So how did you, um, how did you navigate that? Because yeah, I guess you didn't, you didn't kind of see that coming. 
Well, you don't see it coming. The, I mean, the layoff, actually, I saw it coming. I was part of a British team at the time, but I was American, but we had to go by British rules. And so they tell you month over month, we're going to lay you off. We're going to lay you off. And in the end, you're like, just lay me off for Pete's sake. It's been nine months you've been threatening. So, right. so I kind of had that, uh, that, yeah, that I saw that one coming. But it is strange when you go from corporate to not, like you're, you don't realize how much your identity is wrapped up in that job and, you know, oh, I'm so-and-so and like, I'm a marketing director, you know, it's just, it's just kind of strange and suddenly you're not. Um, so that was one recreation. And then when my husband uh, passed away, it's, um, you know, how do you navigate it? It's, you don't have a choice, unfortunately. You, you just don't have a choice. And the first year, and I've heard this from so many other widows, like you think you're doing fine. You think you're fine. And, you know, I kind of bounced back and I was traveling again and I was doing all these things only come to realize that, you know, I was just kind of in this kind of suspended state of, I was going to say animation, but it's not, but it's like you're in grief, but it's so profound. You don't realize it. So you're just kind of moving forward. And I, I was telling somebody the other day, it wasn't until about maybe like five or six months ago that the real finality of it, like I like realized or like it sunk in as silly as that sounds. Cause you know, he'd, you know, he'd been gone for two years, but it's really hard to even like comprehend the finality of it because your whole life, like your whole identity is wrapped up and it's, it's more like the everyday things. Like, I don't, I, I always try, like, I can't even explain it to people, like how you have breakfast, what you buy at the grocery store, like all these, like just everyday things changes, you know, in an instant. And it's very strange to figure out like who you are without this person. I mean, I was with him more than half my life. So it's, it's very strange. And so I'm not there yet. I'm still, I'm still working on it, mm -hmm. to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it actually, it doesn't make, um, it doesn't sound, you said it sounded strange. It doesn't sound strange at all. I think, like you said, you were kind of thrust into it. Nobody chooses this. So it's like, you know, it's this initial shock and then the layers of the shock unfolding kind of without you, like you said, without you kind of even realizing you're thinking, oh, I'm okay, but not at all, you know? Yeah, yeah. In hindsight, you're like, oh my gosh, no, you were a wreck. But mm. um, <laughs> like you don't realize it at the time. Mm -hmm. But everything now is strange. So like I sold our home that we had lived in and I moved to a new town that we had traveled to a lot and I have friends here and it's just all these strange things like, oh my gosh, like I get to pick out anything in my house that I want. I don't, you know, I don't have his opinion, which at the time when I had it, I didn't want it, of course, <laughs> for decorating. <laughs> but, you know, now it's like, oh my gosh, I can just do anything. And there's kind of this realization that I could be anybody, really. I could reinvent as anybody. Mm -hmm. So that's a bit overwhelming, but it's also kind of, uh, you know, good to think about as well. Mm -hmm. If anything, I mean, I, I know this is a really kind of difficult question, but if anything, has there, has there been something that's helped if, if that's possible? No, they're really uh, time, time really. Um, you know, you just, I think your, your mind protects you for, you know, while it needs to. And then once you're ready to kind of start moving forward, you do. But it's definitely, you know, two steps forward, one step back, three steps forward, two steps back. So really, I think the only, what's really helped is just making a decision that I'm going to move forward, mm -hmm. if anything. And I don't know how that's going to happen. But, you know, I've made the decision. So I'll figure it out as I go. 
right. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And has, yeah. The, has the kind of choosing to change in terms of like selling the house and moving away, um, has the, the change of scenery and the change of everyday life in a different uh, area and scenario been helpful? It had, I mean, of course, we're in COVID now. So, you know, the timing couldn't have been worse, like moving to a new place and then you're on lockdown. But yeah, it definitely has because it's, you know, I'm building new memories in a new place that are just mine and they're not attached to anything. Uh, it was strange when I sold my house and I moved, there were so many things that I brought with me that I'm like, I can't live without this. Like, but once I got here and I was unpacking, I'm like, why the hell did I bring this? Like it was attached to that, that place and that environment. And once I got here, I'm like, no, didn't need it. So, I mean, there were very few things. I mean, of course there were things that I didn't want to leave without, but not as many things. So it's definitely been helpful. Like, you know, you're having to go out and find just everyday stuff. Like where's the grocery store? You know, I need a vet for my dogs. I need, so you're kind of building a new life like a new story, so to speak. Mm -hmm, and it mm -hmm. is kind of nice that people don't know your story also. Yeah. You get to reinvent yourself. You get to really yeah. reinvent yourself and be yeah, somebody new. Yeah. I always like that when I travel, I get to be somebody that no and nobody knows like what I was like before. So it's so great. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And they yeah, treat you that, that way. That's the best part, isn't it? They treat you that way. Yeah. 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 Cause that is hard. As soon as you say, Oh, you know, my husband passed away. I'm a widow. It's like, Oh, um, so, you know, and it's like, it changes the whole tone. So it's, it's kind of nice to not have that mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. So do you, do you not tell people so that you can kind of reinvent? Yeah. It's not that I don't tell people, like it's always kind of an awkward thing because I'll talk about my husband, but I always talk about him in the past tense. And I know it's, it's like an American culture thing. Like people don't want to say he died. Like those words are like taboo somehow. So like he passed, he transitioned. I'm like, what like transitions like gender what I, I don't understand this like it, it, it's right. so strange so it's not like I don't say it but I talk about him in the past tense but then people don't realize and they'll say something I'm like oh no he died two and a half years ago and they're like oh my god I'm so sorry so right it's like I don't bring it up but I also don't hide it but it, yeah. uh, it's definitely it, it makes people feel very awkward which I understand because they don't know what to say they don't know what to say yes yes when my father died um, I had a lot of people yeah, not knowing what to say. And it is that awkward moment, is it? Because it's like, there's really nothing you can say and you don't have to say anything. Um, it's really okay to have that kind of space and you to just be in the space. But a lot of people yeah. feel really uncomfortable with that. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend, a good friend and, you know, when it happened, she's like, Jesus, that just sucks. And I'm like, that was the best response I got from anybody. Like, you know, people were trained to say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry for your loss. But it's, it's not that it's empty words, just we don't know what else to say. Like there is nothing else to say. So right. she was like, that totally sucks. I'm like, yep, that totally sucks. It yeah, it really does. Yeah, so that was, yeah. Mm. It's interesting. Yeah, somebody just, uh, someone I know just treated me at school, just treated me exactly like normal and gave me shit like normal. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's good. There's kind of a bit of normalcy here, you know, because everyone, yeah. yeah, everyone looks at you like you're wounded and you are wounded, of course, but it's like, you know. Yeah, it is strange. It is strange. And, you know, relationships change, even though like I still had my same friends and all of the dynamic changes for sure, even subconsciously. So when I moved, of course, I still have these friends, but getting just to a new environment is, is nice as well. Just kind mm -hmm. of a fresh start. Nobody knows the story. And it's just, yeah, kind of, yeah, it's been good. That's, that has definitely helped me mm -hmm. for sure. Okay. So um, after your husband died, obviously there was a lot of change and a lot of uh, readjusting there. 
How did your business play a part in that? Has it been, has that been helpful for you and what has, in what ways, if so? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I had started my business helping, you know, women start their businesses just prior to my husband getting sick and I had launched a membership program and it was, you know, it's just a small group, really kind of a really tight knit group. And they stuck with me like, like I disappeared for, you know, months and months and months and they still stuck with me when I came back. But what's, yeah, it's been really great. Like the last six months, like getting to come back into the business, almost like it's brand new again, kind of with fresh eyes, but it's there. And it's like, uh, you know, I have to get up in the morning because I have obligations, I have things to do, and and I'm launching new products now, so it's exciting. So there's a purpose, and you know, all those things. We don't, re- I mean, I think we're all learning now, like with COVID. Like, if you're locked down, like with nothing to do, like you can lose your mind, like really lose your mind. So having yeah. a purpose and responsibilities and deadlines and you know, normal stress feels very good. And it's been very good for me, mm-hmm. for sure. And being able to do it from home anyway. So even if COVID wasn't going on, yeah, I, I feel like that when COVID hit, everyone was like, oh, you're still working. And I was like, I was already working online. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, like not much change. Yeah. yeah. In fact, when I moved here, I had gotten, uh, I still have it, a co-working space. So I do get out of the house. Me too. Uh, Cause that's also good too. Like you got to get out of the house, you know? Yeah. I, I'm yeah. a huge fan of co-working spaces, exactly the same. Even yeah. just the chair and the standing desk is like... Yeah, just being around other people. Like I have two dogs, you know, and it's like I could, you know, I could become like that lady with 17 dogs. Like, so I have yeah. to get out of the house, <laughs> and keep things, you know, keep things good. <laughs> yeah. So, so more specifically, what, what do you do? So you said you help women over 50, over 45... Yeah, we, we give or take a few years. Yeah. yeah I always so, say like over 50, but it's definitely, I get a lot of younger people wanting to come into, you know, my space too. But it's really, I help women, I call, you know, we're digital immigrants. And so technology right. came oh, to that. us during our lives. Like, you know, younger people, you're born like teething on an iPad, you're called digital natives. We're digital immigrants. And we, you know, studies show, and I worked in technology for years that we do approach technology very differently. So of course, having an online business being tech-based, you know, it's a huge hurdle for my audience. It doesn't have to be. I mean, it's, these are skills that are learnable, but in their mind, it's a huge hurdle. Um, so I help them you know, really kind of navigate that online space and how you, you know, take your years of experience and turn it into to an online business. And you know, what, from what I've seen, like. I'm like, we're the best equipped to have an online business because, you know, as soon as you become an entrepreneur, like that is the biggest like self-development activity any human being can ever undertake. Like you get to know yourself really well Mm -hmm. (laughs) when you become an entrepreneur. And so, uh, yeah. And so I think with all, you know, the life experience and street smarts and decades of just life, you know, we're very equipped for this entrepreneurial world. So that's what I help them do. I just kind of help them navigate the systems and tech part and, you know, just the, the marketing part and figure out how to monetize it. Right. And, and you said this started before your husband got sick. And so how has the business changed from when it started to now? Like, I know there's been a lot of growth in there and a lot of intense change. So how would you say it's changed? Yeah. So, I mean, when I started it, like any new entrepreneur, you know, I wanted everybody, everybody's welcome. Everybody come to my world, everybody, everybody. Cause I really didn't have a clear vision of what my business did or who I served and all those kinds of things. And so, 
having that space in between to just really figure out, you know, who I can really best help and, and all those types of things. When I've come back now, I've come back with such clarity on what I do, who I can help. And so I'm much better at helping them now. So I think that space was just, it was great to give me clarity because now when I'm in my business, you know, I'm, I'm growing fast, which is great, but it's because I have such clarity mm-hmm, around mm-hmm. who I can help, who I can best help. Yeah. Right. You've refined your process. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 100%. And how are your, um, how's your tribe going? How are the results going? It's going good. I mean, everything is going good. You know, I'm getting ready to launch a new product, uh, a low ticket offer on Black Friday mm-hmm. uh, to really build my list, which it's doing that. And then I'm going to have a new kind of a, a core, like a, fo- like a foundational product coming in early 2021. Because I kind of did things backwards. I started a membership program first because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. I was very naive. So I started that And so now I'm working backwards, but this foundational program will really just kind of be like the A to Z, like from idea to your first income and like Mm -hmm. everything that comes in between. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I'm going to have the membership program off the back end of that for people who want, you know, access and coaching and, you know, to have their questions answered live and, and all of that kind of thing. But I really keep it, I'm kind of, I'm calling it like the easy business school because I keep it simple. Like there's like the bare bones that you need to start your business. It's so easy to get overwhelmed by, you know, all the shiny objects and all of that. Cause as soon as you get in the online space, you know, you're pixeled and then you get all these ads for all these programs and you think you have to be doing everything. So I've just kind of like brought, stripped it back to like just the essentials, mm-hmm. just the essentials. So mm-hmm. yeah. So hopefully that's going to be a good one. <laughs> I yeah. haven't launched it yet, but that's that's the goal. Yeah. Awesome. And just for those listeners that don't know, a pixel is basically like, um, it's like a little marker when you come to a website, uh, you know, when you accept the cookies, it's kind of like that. What they do is they, they put a little marker on you so they know who you are and they can follow you around with ads. That's what pixeling is. <laughs> yeah. Pixeling is when you go to Google and you say, I'm looking for new uh, a new comforter for my bed. And suddenly you go on Facebook and you have a million ads for bedding. <laughs> And linens. That's exactly what it is. That's right. Or if you look at like one ad about teeth whitening, you get like a million different ads about different types of teeth whitening. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. So I I know you've had kind of like a, it's been, like you said, you've kind of been thrust into this new way of reinvention. And is there anything that you can kind of, um, any words of advice or anything that kind of has helped you navigate that because like you said, you were, you were thrust into it without, yeah, just, just in the best way possible to move you forward. Like, is there anything that's helped that you can like share with us? I think what's really helped is, you know, people say like, oh my gosh, you're 53. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm only 53. Right. Like, you know, there, we're so much younger than our parents were at our same age or our grandparents were. I mean, we're living in this very amazing time where, you know, at, 50 or 60, you can easily have another like 30 or 40 years ahead of you. Like you could have like another half of your life ahead of you. Mm -hmm. So I think kind of reframing it that way for me is like, oh my gosh. So I have like, I have time for like a whole other life, like a whole new life. It's not like, you know, society, like they like to put these like, you know, stereotypes on you that, oh, you know, you work, you retire at 65, you sit in your rocking chair and like 
wait to die or play bingo or golf. And it's just not that way anymore. Like we're not that way anymore. We have this incredible opportunity. And I think when I looked at it that way, it's like, oh my gosh, I do have so much time ahead to create something amazing. Because in the very beginning, when my husband died, I thought, oh my God, I was with him 29 years. Like I'll never have that again. Like I could never have that again because it was so long. But then I'm like, well, wait a minute, actually, I do have that much longer ahead of me, right. you know, and it's, and I'm, I'm not looking for a relationship. I don't, I mean, if it happens, it happens, but it's not something like I'm desperately seeking or anything, you know, right. I have my own business and everything, but it's like, I, this realization that I do have that much time to build something, you know, really incredible. And I'm not just kind of sitting around like waiting for the end mm-hmm. kind of thing that there is that space to do that, I think has been very helpful to me. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people could, you know, benefit from thinking that way. Because in the, you know, in the beginning, I was in a lot of like widow groups on Facebook and all. Oh, depressing. Oh, really depressing. Like some people, they're just like, this is the end. It's the end. You know, I'm, you know, this is all. It was just like so like profoundly lonely and depressing. And I'm like, well, what are you doing to try to like, get out there. And I, and I know it's not that easy. I mean, it's an awful thing, but I'm like, you have to make things happen. And the great thing is like in our day and age, like even being an entrepreneur, like I have met so many amazing people like you all over the world that are friends and support. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's incredible what we have today. It's just Mm -hmm. incredible. It is incredible. And I just want to mention that actually we met because we were in a mastermind together and I, um, yeah. And, and you made a post like, recently and I was just like, wow, the solidarity of the group and, you know, everyone. And, it, and it's really true. Like every, you know, the post was about missing your husband. And, yeah. and it was just like, it was so lovely that first of all, that you felt safe to share. I was like, wow, this is really amazing that you feel yeah. safe to share. And that everyone in that group is very loving. And that's just, they are like this person, uh, the, the leader of the mastermind is just an incredible, incredible woman. And um, I'm going to name her Julie Stoyan. She's an absolutely amazing woman. Incredible. And she's, mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's created this beautiful community where people like have are entrepreneurs and they have heart. And uh, it's really kind of uh, welcoming and exciting to be part of. So it is. I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. I mean, we've talked about, so yeah, you're talking about on Sunday, I, I had like a total meltdown and it comes, it comes with, you know, the loss. And it was like this just out of the blue, somebody on Facebook had messaged me and, oh, your husband, I knew him, worked, you know, da, da, da. And it was just like, all of a sudden, like, you're reliving this. Like, oh, I didn't know he died. It's like, oh, it just relive it. And I posted in our mastermind group and it is amazing the support. And then behind the scenes, like the private messages I got from people that I've even barely known in this mastermind. But I'm like, what an incredible space we are and place we are mm-hmm. if you allow it like if you allow yourself to be part of these groups and these online groups you can find your people especially now in covid i mean that's crazy but even without covid you, i mean i have made so many incredible like friends and found supporters in these like online masterminds and when we used to be able to have like live events <laughs> but yeah. even in, in the online space it's just incredible i mean there is there is such solidarity like you said it's just incredible you can really find your real people it's not like high school like where there's just a limited number of a few people that are your people right. it's like the whole world you can find them it's just it's amazing mm-hmm. it's really amazing it yeah. is i think you made a really good point that you said um if you allow yourself to go out and find them i think that's a really big piece of it because 
I have literally have friends that I've never met. Uh, in fact, my team for my blog, uh, we're in five different countries all over the world. And I have only met one of my team members in, in real life. And some of them have been working from, with me for over a year and a half now. So, so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And we have such a close relationship, but I've never met them in person. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, yeah, it's just, it is possible. And yeah, it, I mean, obviously it would be great if we could all be together physically, yeah. but you know, now with COVID, I'm not sure how, how frequently that's going to be able to happen. But, um, but yeah, like, I, I just think that that piece of allowing yourself to get out there and I, and I know that it is difficult after death to, uh, to yeah. allow Although that. I think with COVID, like people are being forced to get comfortable online. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully that'll help open things up for people as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you get any kind of assist, like counseling assistance or therapy when you pa- your husband passed? I didn't. I mean, there were a lot of offers, um, you know, because my husband had been sick for a long time. And in the mm-hmm. very end, he was meant to go into hospice, but he didn't, he didn't make it there, which was a blessing. But right. they've reached out a lot. And like I said, I, I reached out to a lot of, I was in widow groups and they weren't for me. Like uh, I just, I have to put myself in a place of like, light and forward, if that makes sense. Or I, mm-hmm. I could easily drown in like, cause I'm very empathetic. So I take on people's emotions a lot. So I, I, it's like, I feel bad not wanting to join and support, but I also know I can't do it. And I've recently been in a program. I joined a program uh, with a, I think she's a psychologist, Christina Rasmussen, and she has this life reentry program which I joined and I haven't been to any of the sessions. I watched the replays, but I can't go live yet. So I'll probably take it again. But that's been like the most, I think, helpful in terms of like therapy or because I'm definitely like I'm pro therapy for sure. Mm -hmm. Me too. 100%. But it's like there's a time and a place like I just can't get like I have a hard time. Like if I'm in this group of like people who are really profoundly sad and whatnot, like I take it on. So uh, that's just my own personality. So I have to kind of inch my way into that, so to Mm -hmm. speak. So, Mm -hmm. but I have done, you know, so much like journaling and writing and that's kind of been my therapy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is very healing. Very healing. Yeah. Yeah. But for many people, those groups are, you know, really helpful. Like they Mm -hmm. really, you know, they really benefit from those groups. Yeah. I don't think there's any like kind of one roadmap is there. It's just like, you've got to find what works for you. And like, like you said, knowing yourself and knowing that, okay, I'm really empathetic and this is kind of a bit much for me at this time. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do what's right for you. And there's no rule book. I mean, everybody in these, like these widow groups, there's all these stories of, you know, when can I start dating? No, you can't start dating. Like all the, and like, there's no rules. There are no rules. No. There are no rules to this at all. I'm not dating. Like I don't, envision myself dating, but I, you know, I'm not opposed to it, but there's just like people just talk about, you know, their families like imposing these rules and, oh, mom can't date again. And I'm like, I, there's, there's no rule. There's no rule book and there's no guidebook either. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, before we wrap up, is there any last, um, I think you've kind of covered most of it, but is there any last piece of advice you'd give to anyone who's in a similar situation uh, as you? I think, you know, my advice is, um, you know, it's not over. And, you know, you can, I won't say heal from it, because I think that that kind of loss is lifelong. You learn to live with it like alongside you. But there is, I mean, there is like a whole world out there waiting for you if you're willing to go out and, you know, see what's possible. Because 
you know, especially at, you know, if you're 50, 60, even 70, there's so many years ahead of you and so much to do in this world today that, yeah, it's not what we had. And, you know, and I think in the beginning, widows always like, you spend a year or two trying to recreate what you had, and then you realize you can't recreate it. You just can't do it. But there's just so much out there and so much so much to do and so much to explore, and you just have to be willing to try. I mean, I'm just trying all kinds of things now. Like, that's my mission. I'm like, I'm learning how to reupholster a chair. I, I took a gun class a couple of weeks ago, and like, I've never been like a gun person, but I'm like, I've never shot a gun. I'm going to shoot a gun. Like, right. I need one. No, I don't need to own one. But, you know, I'm just trying. I'm like, I don't even know what I want or who I am. So I'm just going to go try a bunch of stuff and kind mm-hmm. of see what, see what works. The process of reinvention. It is. And I think it's, I, you know, I think it's ongoing. It's ongoing. It never ends. And it's not even, it's not even about profound loss, which propels you into it. But I think it's just a constant, you know, it, it's part of life. Mm-hmm. Well, Colleen, thank you so much for being here. It has been a pleasure to speak to you about this. I know it's kind of been a heavy, uh, heavy topic and process. And I really, really appreciate you showing up and, uh, and sharing with us today. Um, if anyone wants to kind of get in touch with you, uh, how can they do that? They can reach me at Colleen at scrappyfrontier.com or they can go to my website at scrappyfrontier.com as well. Mm-hmm. And that's where I am. All right, perfect. And I will leave all of the uh, notes and links that we've mentioned in this episode. You can go to rebellove.com forward slash EP15. So that is rebellove.com forward slash EP15 for episode 15. Colleen, thank you again. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Rebel Love Podcast, the podcast about love, sex, relationships, and money. If you like this episode, please support us by subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform and find all the details of this episode and more at rebellove.com forward slash podcast.